today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks make a couple of moves and the final hammer is dropped on the AHL. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Wow. I mean, what do you do now? I mean, the AHL's canceled. I, I'm, even though I saw this news coming and I kind of already knew what was going to happen, it's still devastating now that the word is officially out. And I'm, I'm going to be shocked for a while about that. Uh, welcome everyone to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by Built Bar. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where else to go from here. But just a reminder that you can hear this podcast via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. And make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And, you know, this show can be heard on several podcasting networks. I mean, yeah, let's start with the news. Let's start with the news with the Ducks slash goals first. I mean, this all kind of ties together with, together with the American Hockey League. So we're going to begin the first segment by talking about the two new signings. Last time I talked about Yanni Hockenpah a little bit. Uh, this time I'm going to talk about Sam Carrick more. But there was another signing on top of that. So over the weekend, the Ducks re-signed two more guys that play the majority of their time in the American Hockey League. Uh, they re-signed Brendan Gooley. Yeah, Brendan Gooley and Sam Carrick. Yeah, I know Justin Morissette loves that name, Gooley. Uh, let's start with Brendan Gooley first. He signed a $1.6 million two-year extension to stay with Anaheim. Now, here's the, de- the details on that. For that first season, Brendan Gooley will be making 700000 on the first season. The second year of that contract, he'll be making 900000 a season. Presumably, he will start off in San Diego and work his way up to Anaheim. So that is the immediate plan for Brendan Gooley. And he's a young kid. He's only 22 years old. He was acquired from Buffalo and the Brandon Montour trade last season. In 36 games in Anaheim, he has four goals, five assists for nine points. This season, in 27 games down in San Diego, he had four goals and 10 assists for 14 points. Uh, he kind of moved up and down towards the beginning. He showed a lot of promise up in Anaheim. Although, let's be honest, the main reason why he was in Anaheim so quickly was because the Ducks were decimated by several injuries. You know, Good Branson was part of that injury-plagued season with the Ducks. Um, just a slew of Ducks were injured this season, which is why Hockenpah was called up. So, I mean, there was that move as well. I mean, you got to look at the four moves that the Ducks have made recently. They re-signed Carrick, Gooley as a couple of those moves. Then Juice and Hockenpah. Juice should stay up with Anaheim. Hockenpah will probably begin in San Diego, but could move up easily. Brendan Gooley could move up easily. Uh, Some other stats as far as Gooley goes. Um, he kind of logged 28 or sorry 18 penalty minutes with San Diego. He's a bit of a bruiser at times, but a very effective defenseman for San Diego this season. Again, part of that, I, I should say core in San Diego. He was part of that defensive core 
that really thrived, as weird as this sounds, they thrived on the penalty kill. And he was another part of that group that just did well shorthanded, which resulted in San Diego now leading the league. And they finish the AHL season leading the league in shorthanded goals per game. Yeah, still amazing. So that is a great asset to have. Um, you know, he's a bruiser. He takes a beating. He likes to dish out some major hits. What I like about his game, and I've said this in the past, he finishes his checks. He doesn't let play phase him at all. He's very good with the puck. He's a pretty reliable player as far as defense goes and has a pretty good shot. Not as heavy a shot as Hockenpah, but still a very effective shot. And then you have Sam Carrick, the captain of the San Diego goals. He's really the backbone of that goals team. Carrick signs a one-year extension worth $700,000. He's been in the league for a long time. He's 28 going on 29. Again, a very great player for San Diego. And yes, he started off his career with the Toronto Marlies and then went on to the Rockford Ice Hogs for half a season before moving over to San Diego in 2016-2017. The goals didn't have Carrick that first AHL season back in 2016, and it really showed on their playoff series with the Ontario Reign back in 2016. Ever since Carrick's come over to San Diego in 2017, it's like his game has completely transformed. Yes, his career stats don't say that he's been that effective, but when you isolate his San Diego stats alone, I will give these to you. In 189 games, he's got 71 goals, 85 assists for 156 points. That is nearly a goal, or sorry, that's nearly a point per game for his time in San Diego, as opposed to his other games where he averaged about 0.4 points per game with again Toronto and Rockford Uh, Carrick is really one of the better players Um, excellent shot on him he had a couple of or had a few shorties this season not a couple he had a few shorties in this shortened hockey season in the American Hockey League Um, if I remember correctly I think he had six shorties this season which is just amazing to me Oh, no, he had four shorthanded goals this season. Uh, In his time with San Diego, he's got nine shorties. So, again, those are the two recent signings, Sam Carrick and Brendan Gooley. Uh, We're going to head to the first intermission, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about the newest sponsor for the Locked On Anaheim Ducks, and that would be Built Bar. Yes, Built Bar is one of the best tasting protein bars in the world. And I sincerely thank them for the sample pack I got. Um, As you guys know, I am quite a health nut. I still run. I just ran the LA Marathon two months ago. Yeah, two months ago exactly now. And I still keep up my running. And Built Bar has very much helped with that. Uh, It's a very, very good tasting protein bar. And for those of you with a peanut allergy, don't worry. Because Built Bars are made in a peanut-free and tree-nut-free factory. So for those of you with a peanut allergy or a nut allergy, 
worry not. They have plenty of nut-free Built Bar flavors, including double chocolate mousse, chocolate cream, uh, one of my favorites, orange chocolate cream, and my personal favorite, salted caramel chocolate. And they taste delicious. The nut-free bars only have 110 calories, 15 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar. So they're low on sugar, low calorie, high on protein, high fiber, very good for you, very healthy. Not only is it one of the better health bars out there, but it is one of the best tasting bars out there. So if you guys would like to try Built Bar for yourselves, make sure to head on to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com, spelled B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com, and enter promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars in the world. All right, after the first intermission, um, some very devastating news for the American Hockey League. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we are on the part of the podcast where we have some devastatingly breaking news. As of Monday morning, the American Hockey League is officially canceled. Um, Released Monday morning, it has been confirmed. Actually, it was... It was alluded to on Friday via a conference call, and throughout the weekend, there were little bits and pieces as to what exactly that conference call was about, and little by little, we were starting to hear more that it was going to be canceled, and that the news was going to come out officially Monday morning, and yeah, that's the breaking news. The American Hockey League is canceled for not just the rest of the regular season, but also the Calder Cup playoffs, which means for the first time since 1937, the Calder Cup will not be awarded this year in 2020. Not even World War II prevented the Calder Cup from being awarded that year, but it would take a pandemic for the Calder Cup to not be awarded. So that is the breaking news that takes place on Monday morning. And it, it's just sad. It's really sad. Um, a lot of things to take away from that. Um, you know, I, I expect the press release to be very sad. But here's pretty much the gist of what's happened. Um, the AHL is not going to resume play this season. And that means that the season is effectively over. And there's no way to complete the season with everything going on in the world right now with regards to COVID-19, with the state orders. Um, I mean, they're going to look ahead to 2020-2021, but it's heartbreaking. As someone that covers the American Hockey League, you know, I travel down to San Diego. I go to Ontario. I mean, you know, I'm all over the AHL. And for this news to take pre- to take place over the weekend, I mean, it 
it's truly heartbreaking. It really is. This could have been a very great playoff season for the American Hockey League. And a lot is left on the table. And there's just so much sadness that goes with it. But before I get into the personal bit, I just want to go over what exactly has happened. So the stats are frozen as is. And the standings are frozen as is. The league is done. The 2019-2020 season, for all intents and purposes, is over. I mean, it's important for the health and safety of everyone to cancel the season. And I get that. And I know that a lot of people might call for the NHL to, you know, take the lead on this and stop the season for the National Hockey League as well. And it's going to take a massive amount for the NHL to even come back. Basically, everything has to go right for the NHL to come back for a playoff run this season. That's just my take on that. Um, Some other notes about this. The standings are frozen, which determines, you know, who wins what award, who has the best record in the league, who has um, the goaltending award, the scoring award. All that stuff is determined by where the standings are as of current. And looking at some of the league standings right now, um, Milwaukee would have won the goaltending award. Actually, let me go through some of the final stats. Uh, So Milwaukee does lead the the league in points. You know, they have 90 points. So they would have won their version of the President's Trophy. Um, The Eastern Conference was led by the P Bruins, the Providence Bruins, at 82 points. Uh, Milwaukee had by far the best point percentage, the most wins. Um, They had 90 points, a, a point percentage of 714. So they are, I guess, the regular season champions. And to some extent, they are, quote unquote, the champions of the league. But with no playoffs, they're not going to award the Calder Cup. So technically, technically, last season's champions still are the owners of the Calder Cup. And that would be, uh, who would that be? Uh, 2019, I believe that was the Charlotte Checkers that won it last year over Chicago. And Charlotte's going through their own stuff as well, and I'll get to that momentarily. As far as other, I guess, statistics to worry about, uh, personal awards. I know that Sam Honest has 70 points, so he'll be the points leader for the AHL. Uh, Jerry Mayhew had a legitimate chance to score 50 goals this season. He was beginning to go on an absolute tear. And with five and a half weeks left and still about, I want to say they had maybe 15 games left. It was very possible for Jerry Mayhew to get to 50 goals this season. And we're not going to see that happen. So Iowa was leading the league in points, but they had that first line of Mayhew and Honest right there. I mean, that was the AHL's version of McDavid and Dreisaitl. Those two were leading the Iowa Wild and watching them up close down in San Diego and even talking to um, Leambus, former San Diego goal. He said those two are the real deal. 
and that top line might match up with any top line in the American Hockey League. So it would have been really fascinating to see who would have come out on that division if it was going to be Milwaukee or Iowa coming out of the Central and playing maybe Tucson. Could have been San Diego. It could have been, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) I don't know about this one. Maybe Stockton would have had a chance, but Stockton was kind of fading away as well. So there was a lot that could have happened. As far as shorthanded goals, San Diego did lead the league. They led the league per game as far as shorthanded goals. Uh, The lone or the player that led in shorthanded goals was Jack Stadnika of the P Bruins. He had seven. As far as leading scorers among defensemen, um, Jake Bean had 48 points. So he would have won that award. As far as rookies go... Uh, let's see, Josh Norris from the Belleville Senators. He had 61, so he would have led that. Uh, I alluded to goaltending. Um, Milwaukee had the lowest goals against average. They had 2.24 goals against average, so they would have won that award. And actually, they should win that award because the season's over. So Milwaukee's won that award as far as best goaltending and allowing the fewest goals and the lowest Goals against average. So that would go to Troy Grosinick, former Barracuda, and Connor Ingram, who was over in Ontario. He was part of the All-Star Classic just three and a half months ago. Wow, it's been three and a half. It seems like forever. But Connor Ingram is also part of that award. And finally, some personal thoughts on this. Um, I know I shouldn't get too personal on this podcast, but with this news on the brink, I shouldn't say I don't care, but I have a platform here, and I'm going to get personal. First, what I alluded to earlier about affiliations. The Charlotte Checkers are right now the defending Calder Cup champions, but they're going to look different next year because who knows their affiliation. We still don't know if Charlotte is going to be changing affiliations. They could come back to Charlotte if travel issue is a big deal. I mean, there's a very, very slight chance that maybe they'll back off of that and come back. I sincerely doubt it. Um, It could be Charlotte and Florida. We don't know, but the Charlotte checkers might lose that affiliation Uh, The Chicago Wolves could look very different. And they're going to be a team that might be in trouble because of their independent status. Um, I know that the Caps and the Bears, um, they've renewed their affiliation. That's a very good thing as far as that affiliation goes. But as far as the Checkers, they could be a very, very different team moving forward. So that's going to be a shame that the fans don't get to see the last games of the Checkers with the... Hurricanes affiliation. That's really sad. Uh, one of the saddest stories to come out of this failed season is the San Antonio Rampage, which are part of the Western Conference. We're no longer going to see the Rampage come to Pachanga Arena as they are officially no more. 
it was announced a few months ago that the Rampage had been sold to a group that would move the AHL affiliate to Henderson, Nevada, or the Vegas area, the Vegas, I guess, suburb. And there's a new arena proposed for that area, for the Henderson area. As of right now, that team is going to play at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, which was the former home of the Las Vegas Wranglers. But even that's looking a little bit perilous because we don't know when next season is going to start for the American Hockey League. It could be November. It could be December. It could be as late as next January with a shortened season. And as someone that works with the AHL, that is an eternity away. That's a very, very, very long way away. And it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. I mean, I still don't know how to feel about that. It's awful. But I feel bad for the fans of San Antonio. They really did not get a chance to say goodbye. That's one thing I take away from that. They don't get a chance to say goodbye to their old team. That's what's really sad about it as well. So the Rampage are no more. Another team that I feel really bad for is Milwaukee. They had a legitimate chance to bring the Calder Cup to the Milwaukee area, and they will not get that chance. Providence had a very good chance to bring home the Cup, and they will not get that chance. Same with Iowa. Same with Tucson. Tucson has been a very good up-and-coming team, and they're not going to get a chance to show just how good they are in the playoffs. And they were a team possessed we don't get to see the ending of the season between what would have been a thrilling playoff race between the goals and the rain. Uh, the goals had a pretty good grasp of that fourth seed. They were likely going to get it, but it still would have been fun and fascinating to see if Ontario could overtake that. But, and it would have been fun. And finally, I feel bad for all the workers every arena like myself and plenty of others that cover the games uh, down to radio, down to concessions, down to everybody that works these games. They work tirelessly every year to have a culmination of the season and to not get that chance to have those final games. It's pretty heartbreaking. It truly is. One final thought and this is one of the saddest thoughts that people may not realize at first. But this is not the way David Andrews wanted to go out. David Andrews is the president of the American Hockey League. And he had said before that this was going to be his final season as the president of the American Hockey League. And for the season to end in this kind of fashion on his final year. And... Andrews has helped the AHL grow to what it is right now. Going all the way back to his first season back in the 90s, he was a different kind of league president because he was someone that actually played hockey. You know, he he played. He knew what was up. He played in the American Hockey League. Gary Bettman never played any professional hockey past maybe Pee Wee or something. But Andrews was the real deal. And even talking to him, he had such a passion for the growth of the American Hockey League. 
and I can only imagine how disappointed he is that the season ends in this fashion. However, on a personal note, I'm very glad that I got the chance to thank David Andrews for having a terrific run in the American Hockey League, and I just thanked him for everything. And I will say this publicly, David, thank you very much for your steadfast leadership and for trying so hard to at least have some kind of semblance of a season, and I completely get it. And honestly, even though I know you said you were retiring this year, I would love to see you come back for at least a month just to have a proper goodbye or maybe even one more season so you can get one more chance to give away the Calder Cup or even if nothing else you know maybe just come back for the finals just for the finals as kind of the commissioner or president emeritus and just have that last little bit to say goodbye to all the fans because honestly David Andrews, you've had a great career. You deserve it. You deserve that much. So, I mean, that's something that's just really, really sad to see. And I know the show ends on such a sad note. But, I mean, I just have to tell it like it is. I have to tell you how I feel about it. It's going to be... I mean, it's already hard to think about because this news has been coming. But now that the news is pretty much official and it's here. Now that it's here, it's really happened and it's really sad. So once again, uh, the breaking news that the American Hockey League has officially canceled the regular season and the 2020 Calder Cup playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm going to be pretty sad about this for a couple of days, guys. I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, it does affect me. It affects me on many levels. So we just have to be on a holding pattern and wait until next year, whenever that starts. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what more I can say about that right now. Um, I was planning on doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, but you know, having a couple of days off just to kind of reset and refocus, I think will be much needed. We will be back on, if not Thursday, I might just do two shows this week and just do Monday, Friday, that might be best. Um, as of right now, I would say the chances of a Thursday show are slim to none. So I would just say, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to say it. For this week, we will just have a Monday show and a Friday show. And on Friday, I'll talk more about the Ducks contracts, the situation going on with any more signings. If there's any more breaking news, we'll have another show at some point during the week. But as of right now, just Monday and Friday, and that'll be the only two shows this week. So I want to hear from you guys. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you want to talk hockey with me or try to cheer me up, you can hit me up on Twitter at StimpyJD or at LO underscore Ducks. And finally, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. Um, email me. I'd greatly appreciate it. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail dot com and once again let's stay safe out there guys and most of all be kind to everybody be kind to all the workers out there be kind to all the people working the front line all the grocery workers just be kind to everybody you know you never know what
people are going through. I mean, I'm obviously very sad about this, but just be kind to everybody. Everybody's going through something very difficult right now. We're all in this weird halting pattern as we are now officially two months. Yeah, it is now officially 60 days since we've had hockey. Remember, the last Ducks game was March 11th, and it has now been exactly two months since that last game. And pretty much everything has turned upside down in two short months. As I repeat for the final time, the AHL season and playoffs are officially canceled. Uh, thank you all for listening very much. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to keep the contest going. I'll keep it up for like another week or two. Um, if you guys want to check the pinned tweet, I would love to hear some of your memories, your Ducks memories from tw- 2007. So, you know, just make sure that contest will be up for a while. So make sure you check out the pinned tweet on LO underscore Ducks and enter the contest for what it's worth. Um, thank you all very much for listening. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason, J.D. Hernandez, saying be kind to everybody, keep practicing social distancing, stay safe Anaheim and Anaheim Ducks fly together. And we have to fly together at a time like this. Stay safe out there.